If your supercoach side has been taking a beating, if you need to hit that trade button, or you're just in the mood for a bit of footy banter, you've come to the right place. It's the Specialist Report Podcast. G'day everyone and welcome to the Supercoach Specialist Report. Jordan here with Jack and Cade and we're pretty keen to talk Supercoach for the next half an hour or so. Uh, Supercoach finals, very important and got a big podcast coming your way. How'd you go on the weekend? Uh, any success? Oh, I uh, won my one final. Oh, that's yeah, good. Really. Get around yeah, you. One of my 28, which is... Your 10-man league. Positive, yeah. Can't, uh, beat fifth, so... Can't beat fifth? Yeah. Gee. Yeah, so I'm hot. Right now. Yeah, look it's at you really go. Yeah. So, who have you got this week? Um, not sure. <laughs> really doesn't really matter who you got. Yeah, you're you're anyway. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, because this will be my first full, first week since the start of the season, well, for, for the whole season, where I'm actually full premium. Oh, if yeah. Penelope and Shield get on, up. That, if Penelope and Shield get up, so they won't, so it definitely won't. And someone else will go down, You're just going to jinx us, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jinx, jinx us. Jinx well, I don't think I've been full premium all year, because I'm running with Mitch Robertson in my team. Yeah. And I want... To kill myself. Uh, Cade, and you? My score? No, no. how you went? Finals. Oh, Actually, no, I don't uh, want to know. Okay. I don't want to know. I won them all except for two, but I've got a second chance, so it's all good. And you did beat me in a couple. By yes. very slim margin as well, so... How about we just kick it off? Jack, get your uh, shit score out of the way, please. I scored 2,298. That's woeful. Which wasn't great, obviously, but... There were quite a few tw- 2,400s plus, yeah. around 2,500s even, so... But I'm not good enough mm. to get into that realm. No. Um, I'm ranked. You made a couple of trades, didn't you? I did make two trades. Yep. Brought in Cornelio, who scored 92, and Neil, who scored 94. <laughs> so. You jinxed him. Cornelio, continuing to jinx. Gresham, who I traded out, had 91. Yep. One less than Cornelio. That's great. Um, and I traded Libba, uh, cause he's obviously dead. Yep. So, had no shield as well. Um, so hopefully he comes back this week. But there's no point for excuses, cause you all know how bad I am. My That's hero right. this week would have to be. Pretty hard. Maxi gone. Yeah. 168. Yep. Um, most people will have him as their hero. Didn't VC him. Poor choice by me. Went with Cornelio. Didn't really work out so well. <laughs> um, and then I captained Danger. So, sick. Pretty much everyone captained Danger. Yeah, 50% yeah. of the league. Yep. The competition so, did. You didn't really miss out on too many points no. there. He's had 299s against Essendon. What are you doing? <laughs> um, and... It's his bogey side. My villain? Yep. Probably my most capped villain of the year, Sam Mitchell. Had 82... <laughs> Didn't really do anything. Didn't get rubbed out, though, at least. No, I, didn't. I would have taken that from my villain. Yeah, well, I, I'd, get I, him later. I'd hit Straw and Gibson, but they've just been shit all the time. Yeah. So Mitchell's just so infuriating because he fluctuates so much between 150 and then 60 and then 70. <laughs> and, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so here's my villain. This week, I'll be doing one trade, um, barring any injuries, so I'll be doing an injury trade. Um, but if not, <laughs> mm-hmm. the truck at a Dalhouse, uh, which is yeah. a sideways, which a lot of coaches will be doing. Certainly, and I'm, I'm looking to uh, Dalhouse as well this week, but uh, last week I had um, an alright week. I scored 2,356, and as I've been saying for quite a long time now, I'm just still sitting in that 4K. I'm yeah. not moving. I actually moved in 32 spots this week, <laughs> so I'm just continuing to be mediocre and not actually make any ground on anyone, which is just pissing me right off, and it's pretty much due to... Villains like Heath Shaw, 58, Josh Gibson, 58, Scott Lysette, 57. Don't know why. I've got <laughs> yeah. Probably why. And That's Mi- like my J- Jared McVay trade. 
And Mitch Robbo, 63. So that's four players under 63, even um, in a full premium side. Uh, so that's not going to get the job done. And my hero probably was Maxi Gorn, but he's in 44% of teams. So I'd like to give it to uh, the guy I brought in this week, Bryce Gibbs, who had 112. I'm pretty happy with that. Didn't know you were bringing him in. I did. So Dylan Shield was out. And I upgraded Petrarca, brought in Gibbs. So now I have an extra premium in the midfield that I can swap around with or probably just have to bench Pendlebury this <laughs> week. So would, would come in handy. Yeah. That extra uh, so hopefully, I'm pretty much hoping the Pendles is out because some people won't have trades and they'll be forced to play rookie like uh, nice Gresham, who will probably score 91 yeah. or something no like doubt. that. Um I did the same as you, Captain Dangerfield. My VC on Heath Shaw wasn't the best. Uh, didn't turn out that great against Gold Coast, of all teams. Yeah, that, that was me. I just made a couple of trades. I brought in Nathan Drummond as well as a downgrade, and he scored 59. So Doing the job. Happy happy with that. Cade, you beat me by the slimmest of margins yes. this week. I beat you by six points. Two, three, six, two for me. And I moved into, moved out actually, to 704th. Not good enough. Terrible. Uh, is there someone you can probably blame for that? Uh, there's one person, and it's not who you think. It's Aaron Mullet. All oh, right. Uh, he's not in my team, and you can probably guess why he's my villain because he yes. tackled Clay Smith and uh, <laughs> knocked him out, and he scored five points. And of course, that was on my field. He's been uh, covering for Aaron Hall for me the last few weeks. So maybe Aaron Hall going back even further. Aaron Hall's your villain. Maybe. Yes, <laughs> possibly. Yes. You or, like Chris uh, Suns because you don't know what Aaron Hall's even doing. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's thing. probably in the Bahamas well, yeah. or something right now. Uh, hero it could have been Max Gorn, but forty-five percent of the comp has him, including pretty much all of my opponents yeah. this week. So he didn't do much for me. So I'll have to give it to the grenade in Patrick Cripps last week. He scored one hundred twenty-four on debut for me. I brought him in. Um, plays Brisbane this week as well. So keen to see how he Keep goes. That Mitch Rabo treatment. And Bryce Gibbs to uh, find another radar. Mate. Nah. Go 150. Robo's going Gibbs. I'm calling it. Um, just looking at my team here, though, I do need a special mention to Matt Prittis, who's been dominating since I brought him in. Mm. Uh, he's been going really well. Um, we'll get to him and a few other jump-on options later in the podcast, but good to see you're still on top 1K, Cade. Okay. Thanks. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> top 22 Ks were at that, I thought. But. <laughs> Taking a look at the Supercoach group, as always, uh, SC Specialist fans, and Blitzem is still ranked first uh, in that he's 20th overall, so moved out slightly, uh, scored 2,382. Uh, 44th, RDFC. Swervies is ranked 70, and Hacienda, is, I say his team name differently every week, I'm pretty <laughs> sure, uh, is ranked 95th. So, still got four in the top 100. And hopefully a few more can move in to there over the coming weeks. Uh, so get around you blokes that are doing well on that one. Bit of injury news about this week. Yeah. And none bigger than Scotty Pendlebury. The the third best player so far this year. And had his lowest score of the season of 82. And that was on track for a big one anyway. Yeah, he uh, just uh, that, so. a big snag. Yep, a timely just snag as well. Yep. Then the but, Tigers ran all over the top. That's right. <laughs> How good are they? Uh, so, for the 40% of teams that have him, you'll be sweating. Oh, not on me, though, because you got great backup on yeah. the midfield bench. But at least he plays on the Friday night, so we will know how uh, if he's going to line up or not. Um, and we can trade accordingly, which is beneficial. The Pies are saying all the right things coming out. They're saying, oh, he... he's likely... Oh, we're, you know, but, but I reckon, yeah, I don't reckon I he'll reckon play. Chance. They, they thought... I think they're saying all that type of stuff because they thought he broke his ankle. 
Yeah. So they're <laughs> glad that he might, he might only miss one. Um, but hopefully he does get up for those of people like me who have zero trades left. That's right. Well, the, who have you got to come on? It's a double edged uh, sword. I've got George Hewitt. No, actually ah. Sam Naismith, because I'll do a bit of loophole action. Great work. Uh, the double edged sword though, Friday night game, quick turnaround, so he might not get up, but yeah, at least yeah. we'll know early. So. Yeah. Hard to say what's going to happen. Coming up against the dogs, I'll, I'm going to... If I did put my house on, I would yeah. say he'd leave. Yeah, I'd say he'd he leave. wouldn't play. He'd well, I wouldn't put play. my house on that. Uh, no, if I had to. Oh, if you had I'm to. not going to. Yeah. Um, I, I was just about to get on Betfair and do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Pendlebury, you heard it here first, he's not going to play. Yeah. But if he does play, you didn't hear it here. At all. <laughs> uh, a few more injuries, though. Around One that we definitely know, Jack, yeah. is your mate. My mate, Brett Delidio. He's got the old man calf. And not going to get up for the rest of the year, did he, in round 17? Mm. Has he played his last ever game for the Tigs? Don't know. Uh, don't really mind either way. <laughs> if not... the media had their way, he... Uh, yeah, would... exactly. Uh, but we'll see on that in the off-season when Trade Radio comes back and Kane. sit back. And uh, so, that. if you held him, then... Unlucky. Bad news for you. Yeah. I think life. some might have been forced to hold him as well. Yeah, exactly. On Twitter. Uh, um, some people might not have any trades left, so they've still yeah. got him sitting there, uh, which isn't great. But he's gone. Dylan Shield is another one, and he should be back this week. Apparently, Hopefully. he should. Got he got through training today, through which training. which yep. was uh, what uh, Leon Karen was saying was his test. So as long as nothing drastic happens tomorrow, he does. Right. Uh, so it's a groin that he's uh, suffering at the moment, but he should be right to play West Coast on Saturday, mm-hmm. which is at home as well. So I reckon he'll play. Um, got through all right. Just had a week off to rest, so he should be back. And keen for him to score 95, as he always does. <laughs> Look forward to it. Big Budwa came off injured on the weekend, only scored 60 Supercoach points. Uh, a lot of people would be sweating on him this week, but yep. uh, the Swans have come out and said he will play, apparently. Mm. Okay. Very Big nice. game against the Saints. Yeah. Uh, mm. They won't <laughs> play. Win. Yeah, because if the Saints get up, top eight bound. That's right. Uh, and um, looking forward to that one. Another injury, Brennan Goddard. Yes, mm. not that too many people would have him. No. But not sure exactly how long he'll be out for. I haven't had a look myself, but he did get... I think mm-hmm. just the one. Just the one. Said, yeah. mm-hmm. Well, Bit if, of you, if you got him, have a look at uh, training him. <laughs> got him. You got That's him, insightful you. stuff, man. <laughs> probably not doing that much uh, in the finals anyway. If you got him, you're probably not listening. Yeah. Uh, we had an f- update on Mark Murphy could possibly play this week, and also Aaron Hall is listed as a test. Of course on, he is. Uh the AFL website. Gold Coast know how to get in touch with their fans. Yes, they that's do. right. Yeah, tell them who's coming back. Very open. That's why they're such a successful football <laughs> yeah. club so far. Should go through obviously a few options for Scotty Pendlebury. That's right. Um, he's the major problem this week, and if he doesn't play, those of you who do have trades uh, will be looking to trade him. Mm-hmm. Yep. My first one. Oh, we got the same person. Okay, yeah, I've got the same person. Marcus Fortepelli. Um, he's got Collingwood, Essendon, and Freo on the way home. Which, if you go on to Tuesday Trades, you'll see is one of the easiest draws That's um, right. in the last three weeks. Updated the uh, draw this week. So, yeah. looking at the next three weeks. And we also included a ranking on uh, a super, super coach relevant ranking. So, one might be a little bit more um, beneficial to use. So, if you haven't checked out Tuesday Trades already, do that. You'll easily see each team's run home and uh, can make those decisions. Bulldogs have the number one uh, run home on the... Ladder rank and also on the Supercoach rank. So yep. they've got the easiest yep. out of all teams. Playing Fremantle in the uh, Supercoach Grand Final, which is great. It is over there, though. So that's the one thing you've got to consider. Yeah. 
He's, but Bontempelli is it on fire. Yeah, it hasn't really mattered. He's averaging 117 in his last five. And it was much publicised last week how much North tried to get in him. Yep. Did not face him at all. He just went out no. there, yep. kicked two snags, and won on 33 super Well, coach. if you look at the coaches' votes, CEO didn't do that well. <laughs> Brad Scott left him out. Did he? Yeah. Brad Scott's a flop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no news there. Yeah, no news there. <laughs> Obviously, his teammate, quite a fair bit cheaper, is uh, Luke Dalhouse. Yeah. Mid-forward as well. So if you've got any troubles down forward, like a Delidio, you can bring him in there too, or you can bring him in for the midfield. Make a hell of a lot of money going pendles yep. to, to him. Uh, and you've got a DPP swing there as well. So, much publicised, Luke Dalhouse. Get on to Tuesday Trades, give it a read. We've talked about him the last three weeks, in yep. fact. So, probably your number one option this week if you haven't got much cash. If you want to go like for like, though, I think the number one option is Roy Sloan, and yep. that's why he's the grenade. Cade's Grenade. Three-round average of 120 for Roy Sloan, including 137 last week and 141 the week before. Loves the easy teams. Uh, Brisbane and Essendon were those two teams there. But he's faced the easy teams. He's he has, got Freo oh, this week, Freo. which is another easy mm-hmm. one. But Port and then West Coast it's in the Supercoach Grand Final. Yeah. The fourth easiest uh, Supercoach run yep. out of all the teams. So he's still pretty good there. Somehow only 555k, $500. <laughs> and Don't he's actually... The most trading player this week for Penelbury. And for good reason. Yeah. He has been dominating since about round 11. These are his scores. 139, 114, 145, 106, 114, 103, 83, 141, 137. And loves Adelaide Oval, where he plays two of his last three. So, get around him. Good option there. Thank you. Well, he's actually the eighth best player so far this season. So, flying under the radar for someone that's only... He's in less than 20% of teams, so... Has skyrocketed since then, though, since he's round 11. His back half has been massive. He's gone from 5% of teams to... 19.6% 19.6% of teams as yep. well. Bit of a JPK back half of the season about him. Yes. But I wouldn't be touching him at 592k. You've got some Sydney blokes that are much cheaper, like Dan, Dan Hanbury. Have we, have we talked about him in the We last have month? talked about him quite a lot, yeah. though. So, again, in Tuesday Trades, I mentioned him. At 509k, you're getting an absolute gun. He's had a 144 and a 136 in the last two weeks, and he's the fourth best player so far this year. There's so. no better value around. No. There's not. He is so cheap because... He did have that purple patch. Well, not a purple patch. Shit patch. Opposite? Shit oh, patch. Brown patch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, would, yeah. you, would you consider Tommy Mitchell, though? He's had a brown year, <laughs> basically. But still, he had 123 on the weekend, which was a pretty decent uh, outing for him. <laughs> I would take any of them. Um, obviously, Dan Hanabry is my number one over those two, though. Uh, one more that we should touch on is... Well, there's heaps we could talk about, but yeah. your boy Paddy Cripps. Yep. Had a big uh, game on the weekend against the Saints, and Carlton had the second best Supercoach uh, uh, run coming up. Yep. Got Brisbane this weekend, he'll kill it. Got Melbourne the game after that, he'll dominate. And Essendon in the Supercoach Grand Final, he will tear it to shreds. He could possibly be the best option over the next three weeks. Well, if you got on him last week as a grenade, you wouldn't be having this conversation. That's right. Or you got on Bristol Gibbs, like my <laughs> The Bristler. What a pod. Any others, fellas? Don't think so. Should we look at some down forward? Yeah. For your Deledios and um, if you're looking to get a loophole down there for a mid forward. Yep. I'll start off with mm, someone. <laughs> Toby Toby Green. I uh, had 105 on the weekend. Panicked and went to Tuesday Trade. Yeah, I did. <laughs> well done. That's, can't, can't blame me for it. <laughs> well, I don't think I'm really an expert anymore considering where I'm ranked, so... 
Yeah, anyway, Toby Green, 460k. I had him at the start of the season. Did a really smart thing, sideways trade him to Aaron Hall. Yep. That's worked out really well. It has. Um, Toby Green consistently gets it done, and against the pretty bad sides, he's been really good. Yeah. Brisbane, 122. Port, 91. Richmond, 100. And Gold Coast, 105. Does have a toughish run, though, coming up in his next three. Yeah, he'll, he'll face West Coast and Fremantle in the next two. They're both at home, though, which yep. is uh, pretty good. And then North in the granny. So, he's been performing quite well, and... Uh, I reckon he'll average 100 over those next three weeks. So, 460k, bargain. Yeah. Going a bit further down the price range is Stephen Motlop. Four- Talk about inconsistent. He is. He's 389k. He's also DPP. Pretty inconsistent, but if you need a loophole option for your forward bench and possibly midfield, uh, don't overlook Stephen Motlop because he plays Brisbane, R- Richmond, Brisbane, and Melbourne in his next three. Bit of a flat track bully as well. Obviously, he was pretty crap uh, against Essendon. Yeah. Only scoring 63. Not but too many cats uh, scored that well, though. So. No. He scored 133 against Gold Coast early, earlier in the year. And, uh, 114 versus Brisbane. Yep. 114 versus Brisbane and 155 against West Coast. So, usually plays better in their wins. The only thing with Motlop is you get what you pay for. Because yep. he's yep. going to... He's going to either score 27, <laughs> which he <laughs> has scored this year, or... One one ten plus. So yep. yeah, there's no really middle ground. Uh, I'd like to induct a member into the pod squad. The pod squad, and that is a name that you wouldn't hear too often. Jared Lyons mm. for the Crows. He is a mid forward at 453k. Started the season off in only 1.1 percent of teams, but is actually. Well, he's only played the 15 games, so that's probably let him down a little bit. But he's averaging 90.8 and is going pretty well uh, in the last four Gee. games. 101 against the Pies, 96 against the Cats, 91 against Essendon, and 122 on the weekend against Brisbane. So he is going on quite nicely and Break he's flying under the radar. Yeah, definitely. As a DPP, pretty hard to uh, you know not take a look at him, especially with that only five being in 5% of teams. Yep. And the run home that we talked about. So you got Fremantle over there this week, Port at Adelaide Oval, and West Coast at Adelaide Oval. So earlier in the year, he had 75 against Frio, which isn't too bad. I'd expect him to go 90-plus over the next three weeks. So he's been quite consistent this year. So My only question with Jared Lyons is, <coughs> have you missed the boat? It was 250K or something at the start of the year, and yep. he's gone up to 450. So you're getting him in at his peak price, which is... Which can sometimes spell disaster. Well, you wouldn't mind, you know, you wouldn't mind who have brought him in, uh, in round three. His first game was in round three at 240k. Uh, came up against Richmond in that first week and scored 97. Uh, should have got on the alarm bells because he's been pretty good since then. And, uh, it is a risk, that's for sure. But, you know, forwards at the moment, you've only got a few that you can pretty bank scarce. on. Yeah. And, uh, and then it's, you know, your F5 and your F6. If you like man, you got Lyset and Mitch Robbo. Yeah. You'd love you'd love a Lions in there. Yeah. Lions. Lions. You'd love a Lions in there you at the love. moment. Uh, so you wouldn't like the Lions in there. No, you wouldn't. One to think about. <laughs> One to think about. Speaking of Adelaide Crows, I saw you put Brad Crouch. Yes. In Tuesday trades. Yeah. Are we going to fall into the trap next year after he's strong back after years? Had 109, 112, 89, 92, 144 in the last five weeks. Well, when I was uh, when I was writing it, I was thinking, damn, we're going to get him in a pretty. Uh, Pretty steep price next year. Yeah. He's averaging 87.6 so far this year, so he'll probably finish the year on a 90 average. And the way he's going, averaging 109 in his past five games, 
He can he can average one hundred five plus next year. Price at ninety, he'd yep. be a pretty good option. Yep. Couldn't have done this early in the season though, when we all had him. Yeah, exactly. Him at least. Uh, so Matt Crouch is going along just as well at the moment as well. So yep. both of them uh, could be options for next year. Uh, but a lot of people have them on their never again list as well. Yep. So and for good reason. Yeah. If you want to make a downgrade this week, which I doubt many people will be doing, but we all need cash every now and then. Rupert Willis is your top option, I reckon. Where's he come from? Where the hell has he come from? Uh, yeah. The sky. I don't even know. Had a nice debut, scoring 85. And then backed it up. And then backed it up with a huge 108. 108. Yes. Probably tackled his ass off again. Uh, I'm not <laughs> sure exactly of the stats, but he had 11 tackles, which we said, as we said last week, was the most ever by a player on debut. Break even of negative 120. Is that the biggest we've seen this year? Potentially. Could be Potentially. right up there. Yep. So, here's your number one option. Yeah. Uh, For a playing player, he is 117k midfielder. You could save yourself 15k though, as yeah. I've been saying recently, and just go to under 102 e. Yeah, and that's, that's Mark a DPP on. Adam Mark on yeah. um, for Richmond is on the bubble this week at 102k in your midfield, and if you've got decent cover uh, on your midfield bench, you don't really care if he plays or not. Nope. Yeah, and uh, there's a few weeks to go, whatever. And you could do the exact same thing with 102 e, but. Just get a DPP who's not even going to play. If that's, you've got enough cover, it doesn't really matter. That's what I did last week. I brought in Camp Hewitt, 102k defender forward. I mean, defender mid. mid. So, Bit of a swing with Jimmy Bartel. Yes, don't really need him to play because I've got either Hall or Dalhouse on the bench there in the midfield. So he is just for flexibility, which is an option. It is, and I've done, I did the same thing a few weeks ago uh, and brought in Hugh Greenwood. From Adelaide, big H and he's been dominating yeah. uh, for me, actually. <laughs> so pretty happy with uh, Big H. Uh, but it's definitely an option. And there's, a, there's a few other guys in the back line, forward line. Uh, doesn't really matter at this yeah. stage, but you just bring a spud in. I mean, yeah. who cares? Mm-hmm. But Rupert Wills has been dominating. And if you yes. get stuck and you got you brought in maybe a Menegola, who's been scoring well, you, a Wills who's scoring 90 pluses as well, uh, and Pendles is out this week, you might, probably would be happy enough to... Um, if Pendles is out this week... Potentially loophole wills, uh, chuck on him. If he scores 90, then don't make a trade or if it, or something like that. I don't, yeah. You know. Whatever. Gives you flexibility. It uh, does. Across the weekend. Captain's Corner. Last week wasn't the most successful week for Captain's Corner. Nah. Pretty much told <laughs> everyone to not take anything under 135. And Danger had 99. So sorry about that, people. Um, but we all have our damn weeks, although mine's been for 21 in a row. Well, everyone would have been. <laughs> Super coach. Everyone would have been flying, flying yeah, in uh, one good dung week. at yeah. you if, um, Max if you didn't have Danger as your top option this yeah, week. So. exactly. Well, I did have Danger, and he had 99 again, which was disappointing, but not the worst. Um, hopefully this week he can redeem himself, plays the Tigers. Is he just cruising to the finals, though? I th- well, I think he just had a poor first quarter. He had a pretty good th- last three quarters, yeah, but because the game was over, yep. it was really hard to salvage a good score. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, if he starts off well against Richmond, because they're expected to dominate, then he should be back well, he, to scoring He well. plays the Sunday afternoon game again, so the perfect captain option. Yeah. You pretty much have to do it. Yeah. Uh, Rarely has two bad ones. And had 152 right. last time he played Richmond, so... <laughs> You'd be happy to take that. You would. So, it's all about the VCs once again this week. Yep. Uh, Tom Rockliffe is one who you guys should look at. Wasn't too bad last time he played the Blues, I don't no, think. No, I think he had 204, <laughs> which is a pretty quality if he score. V- if you VC'd him and he had that, would you take it? I think he might. Okay. Possibly. Just make sure you got a loophole, though. Yeah, right. It. Don't uh, do not do a Mark Robinson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and put the loophole on Sam Grimley, who scored eight. <laughs> 
and have Goldie on the bench. Yeah, Todd Goldstein, uh, speaking of Goldie, he looks healthy again, which is good to see. He's had 118 uh, and 127 in his last two games. Comes up against the Hawks, who Max Gorn absolutely smacked last week. Yeah. Averages 108 against them, so good chance, possible VC option on Saturday Arvo. Uh, Rory Sloan, the bloke we were talking about to trade in, has had 141-137, as we mentioned, in his last two Plays Freo and averages 111 against them. Yeah. So it doesn't mind playing them. And he's then, got to be a captain option, though. Yeah. As he plays the Sunday Twilight game. He's probably your, your danger backup. Your only danger backup. Yeah. You'd only be able to get about a yeah. half from danger. But if you... If, if he starts well. If you, you know, you want to go a bit left of field, go with Sloan. I yeah. don't mind it. Choosing him mm-hmm. over danger field if you've got that luxury. Number one option, though, this week. Max gone. Mm, big he's, maximum. He's travelling. So we know he's having 170 plus. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And he's against Trengrove. Yeah, he's against Trengrove. Trengrove is the um, worst tap ruckman in the comp. Yep. Max mm-hmm. Gorn is the best well, in terms of hitouts to advantage. We did see what he did last uh, time. Jack Viney this week. Yeah. He might have 160. Last time uh, Max Gorn played 167 against Trengrove. Yeah. Dominated. You 167 up there. Yeah, we, me and Jord did. Yep. Yeah. It was we, a great We were sitting at Crown Singing Pots and it was great. <laughs> um, so hopefully we can do the same this weekend. Yeah. I heard that Loby could be back. He did apparently play in the sample on the weekend. Not that it really matters because he's just no. as bad. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> probably worse because Max will get him around the ground instead. Yeah, exactly right. So yeah, uh, VC gone and C danger would be my number one uh, combination this weekend. Well, you're looking to bounce back, and I need a big one from you, Jack. Yeah. So let's hope that that delivers because it's what I've got at the moment. If you don't feel confident in backing up your VC with danger, have a look at the last three times he scored under 100 this year. He scored 77. And then backs it up with 166, then 99 mm. against Essendon, backs it up with 137, and then when he had 86 against Collingwood, he had 127 the week after. He doesn't have two bad ones. No, right. he does not. Richmond has no one to tag him either, so yep. we're notoriously shit at stopping opposition <laughs> players. So I'm expecting Danger to have one 30-plus, hopefully. Keen for that. Taking a look at the specialist report Supercoach Leagues we've got going. We've got two there. SC Specialist Report... Uh, League One, in the finals, we had a few winners. Well, obviously we did. I got up, uh, so I've moved through in, through an elimination final. Get around you. And uh, Pod, Damien, he got up too. Greasy Gash, you lost against Maximum Gorn, mm-hmm. so, but you've uh, got a second chance and Maximum Gorn goes through. And Stuck in a Swamp goes through as well to next week, so uh, he'll I'll face the Head Wobblers this round. That league is ranked 81st overall, so out of 25,000 leagues. Quality league. Doing well. That's why I'm at the bottom. But just as good, pretty much, is SC Specialist Report 2, ranked 96th out of 25,000. So you're dragging us down, Jack. But two teams of the two Specialist Report leagues, they're both in the top 100 out of 25k. That's not bad. Not bad at all. And uh, It's all you blokes. I had a big win against first. Uh, I was uh, fourth, and I won just by 11 points against uh, Rhino's Big Shots. Clash. And uh, I'll have a week off. He will face Spud Farm. And uh, third uh, versus second, Carrington Bush got up. White line uh, uh, will play against Hard Earned, uh, and that's Joel, uh, this week. So uh, Spud Farm, who was eighth, got through as well. So well done to everyone in 
those two leagues, whether you're in the, the finals, one this week or not, still keep going and we'll keep pushing that ranking up because we're absolutely flying. Yeah, we are. So it just goes to show, if you listen to this podcast, you're probably a beast. Yeah. Uh, just listen to what Cade and I have to say. Probably don't. Don't just worry about <laughs> Got knocked out in both, gonna say. in both bottom eights, bottom tens of those two leagues. So <laughs> get around me. Absolutely flying, Jack. Well done. Wrapping it up now. And it was a quick fire potty. Uh, just a little bit of a taste for you, and yep. we're keen for this weekend. Yeah. Second round of Supercoach Finals, some big games. Do or uh, die for all who are left. That's right. We're looking forward to a 200 from uh, Rocky against the Blues. Looking forward to a 200 uh, from Gorn yep. against uh, against Port, and we're looking forward to a 50 by Miss Robbo against as well, and uh, yep. a 50 by Scotty Lysette too. So and Sam Mitchell. Imagine if we actually had a full premium side playing this week. How incredible don't would that be? Don't make me laugh. Don't make me laugh. Yeah. Imagine if I moved in more than 500 spots or mo- or changed my spots. Uh, it'd be actually... It's not possible. Unreal. Yeah. Uh, hit us up. Twitter, Facebook with any questions you've got from this week. And we'll get around to them because it's pretty hard at this stage of the year to cover everyone because we're all in different spots. We've all got very limited trades. Some might yeah. have three or four. Some might have none. So let us know how you're traveling and uh, what you're thinking of doing this week. Um, plenty will be bringing in Luke Dalhouse. He'll be coming up on the Friday night against the Pies. Hopefully, he can have a big one. Uh, that's what I'll be doing, I think, this week. Cade, yourself? I'll be going Petrarca to Dalhouse. And yeah. Jack? I'll just be doing the Petrarca to Dalhouse, and then I'll be out of trades. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's... Uh, How much have you sad. got? I've got two trades left with about 70k left. So, if I do my one, I'll have about 30k remaining. And uh, don't know what I'll be able to do. You don't do much with 30k. No. So that's only just for an injury, really, to a premium. I think most people be in the same boat, running low on trades this time of year. Yes, so good luck to everyone this week. Let's hope that uh, Thursday night is uh, quite nice to us. Mm-hmm. Make sure you give Tuesday Trades a read and check out the table of everyone's every team's draw coming up because it is uh, vital information if you're looking to trade this week. Sure is, yeah. Uh, just like you did, you went with Lockie Neal and... Port well, uh, Frio have the hardest draw coming up over the next three weeks, so maybe in hindsight. So on with Patty Cripps. That's right. Uh, looking forward to this week, and hopefully you all get a win. Not if yep. you're playing me, though, in Supercoach. <laughs> uh, catch you later. Yeah. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Specialist Report podcast. Be sure to leave a review and subscribe on iTunes and visit supercoachspecialist.com for more.